Alright, why not? We can go live. I ain't went live in a minute. We can go live. Live on live. It's live, so we can go live. Let me see. Oh, live on Instagram. Yo, we are back with Ad Oil Podcast, the uh, the podcast in Hong Kong, taking you into a deep dive into the uh, creative and cultural scene. We have some very special guests on the podcast today. Some international guests, our first international guest, and it happens to be three of them, a trio. We got Don Monique in the studio, Trent the Hooligan, and De Niro Farrar. How y'all doing? I'm good. I'm great. <laughs> Extravagant. Beautiful. Welcome to Hong Kong. How's everything going with the, uh, with the tour and everything? Everything is, a, is an experience. Yeah. I'll say that. <laughs> but yeah. other than that, it's been really good. The show's been lit. Everything's been good. Great energy. Word. So, Shit. Um, oh, man. My bad. I, 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 <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. So I got my well, phone fixed curse. in China. Yeah, you can. Uh, I got my phone fixed in China. So they fixed my phone and busted my speaker. So now my speaker don't even work. I got to talk with oh, headphones man. in my phone. So now my whole life, like, oh, we can't hear you. We can't hear you. I'm like, yeah, uh, I forgot my phone. So, yeah, man. Done. All right. Well, yeah, don't ever get your phone fixed in China. Because <laughs> really? that'll, that'll happen. States, too. It's a scam. Yeah. It's a scam. Word. So, so we'll just start with who's sitting next to me, Don Monique. Um, so you're from New York. Yeah. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, just tell us a little about yourself. Yeah, I'm from New York. I've been doing music for about, say, four or five years now. This is my third tour. It's my first um, overseas tour, though. So nice. Congrats. Um, I just put out a project, Black King Morris, so you can go check that out. Um, yeah. Cool. <laughs> so, uh, so wh what borough are you from in New York? Because I tried to look that up, and it seemed like you kind of like jumped around a little bit. Yeah, Brooklyn Bronx. Brooklyn Bronx. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, what what do you like feel more attached to? Like, what do you like rep, or is it just like your own shit? Definitely Brooklyn, because I feel like Brooklyn is where I started my career at, and Bronx is where you know I was raised. Okay. So it's like, I feel like I always tell people the Bronx, but for some reason they always just say Brooklyn because that's where I was living, that's where I do yeah. most of my shows at. It just sticks better with people that's, I feel like that's not from New York. Yeah, I, I thought you were from Brooklyn, but yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So what's it like coming up in New York and like, how'd you get into rapping and all that? Coming up in New York, um, it's a, I, won't, I don't want to say it's a struggle, but it, it's hard, you know what I'm saying? It's pretty chaotic, <laughs> it's pretty chaotic. Yeah, um, but you know, you got to have tough skin to live, live out there. I started doing music. I always wanted to do music growing up, but I wanted to be a singer actually. Mm -hmm. So it's like when I was a younger, the teachers would be like, "What you want to do? I want to sing." Then I realized I can't fucking sing. <laughs> <laughs> so I would, so I'm like, okay, I want to get into rap and stuff like that. But um, you know, when you're young, you can't. Your parents is not gonna let you do rap music. So I had yeah. to wait until I was like around 18, 19 to really get into it. And when I made my first song, it kind of went up. Then I made my second song and went really up. Then I just stuck with it from there. Which one was Pilates? Because that was Pilates that was the my fucking banger. Song. Okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. No, that that's a slap. I, I, I really, <laughs> I really dug that track. Thank I, you. So yeah, um, yeah. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I have like some, some some questions written down, but um, 
How did how did this tour come together? Um, Abe. Abe. He hit my email, and we set it up. I don't know how Abe found me. <laughs> oh, so it was just a kind of a like a cold call, like a random DM yeah. or whatever. Yeah, he hit me about two years ago, 2017, and um. I don't know, it just never happened, but then he hit me again, and we had got it done, so now I'm here. Nice. Um, and so you said you just put out a project, Black K Moss? Yeah, Black K Moss. I put it out in November. Okay. How, and how was, uh, how was that? It's going really well. Yeah. Really, really well. What's, what's, can, you, can you tell me about the name a little bit? That's, that's interesting. Black K Moss, okay, so I fuck with Kate Moss a lot. I feel like she was a fire model, but she was always different from the, from the rest. She was shorter. She was just always chilling. She wasn't really fucking with nobody else. She was always in the cut with, in the cut with her cigarette, just chilling. And I feel like that's me. Like, I'm always just in the cut. I don't in fuck with nobody chilling. else. Yeah, chilling with my blunt. And, you know, I'm not like the other rappers out here. It's just me. <laughs> are, you still, are, you, are you still going with the personal brand, like Thirst Trap? Yeah, definitely. That's my genre. Okay, Thirst Trap is always going to be my genre because when you hear one of my songs, you're always just thirsty to hear more and more Thirst Trap. <laughs> but it's also like a, a double entendre or whatever for like, you know, like... Yeah, the, sexy yeah. pictures yes. and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, I fuck with that. Cool. Well, I hope you're uh, enjoying <laughs> your time in Hong Kong. Thank you. I'm going to say what's up to Trent. Hello. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> I'm chilling, bro. How you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. So you are from Orlando. Yeah, I'm from but Orlando, Florida, North, North Carolina. Carolina. My right. family's in Georgia. I'm just southern. Southern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got you. So what time, when when in your life did you move to North Carolina? And where in North Carolina? Uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. Okay. And I moved there when I was 16. 16. And that's really when I started doing music. Word. So mm-hmm. like you, you like kind of grew, your childhood was... Orlando and then yeah, like, it's kind of confusing like, yeah. because you know I don't really know where to tell people I'm from and when I say I'm from Orlando people in North Carolina get heartbroken and then when <laughs> I claim you know North Carolina people in Orlando you know all my uh, childhood friends are like damn man like, so nah, you're it, from Orlando, it's weird I'm a southern boy <laughs> for sure that, yeah. that's it yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's dope. Uh, my mom's from Raleigh so I've, I've wow. been to North Carolina a few times yeah, yeah so I, I, I got mean, a lot of homies from Raleigh dope mm-hmm. yeah Raleigh I haven't been back in a minute but um yeah so I've been there um yeah, yeah. And uh, man, I was just gonna ask him, but I forgot. But uh, you just put out an album, Medusa. Medusa, yeah. hey, that shit. Anthony Fantano, Melon, review my shit, bro. <laughs> Real shit. If you don't review, if you don't review my shit, I'm gonna show up at your door. Real <laughs> let, shit. Let him know. <laughs> uh, word. So, um, uh, how did you get into like to rapping, and and what, what's your what's your background in this? Um really it came from like a place of depression when I when I was younger I was moving around a lot um, and when I moved to North Carolina I didn't have any friends or anything to do so I just write all the time really how I got introduced to hip-hop is my big brother would uh watch MTV music videos when my mom would leave the house and uh, one day an outcast video came on uh, the bombs over Baghdad oh hell yeah and uh, I was just like blown away by it and that's really what sparked the interest in the genre originally um and yeah that's crazy because I have like a similar story. I was just telling the homie James about that because Stankonia was the second CD like I ever owned, right. and like I was like, that was that was a big introduction yeah. to like hip hop music for mm-hmm. me too. Outcast um, is my favorite of all time. Yo, and that's crazy because I was gonna ask you about um, the track Envy. You have that quote from Andre 3000. At the oh end, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. South got something to say. South got something to say. Mm-hmm. That was kind of like a powerful moment. Like I'm, I don't, I'm, I can't really like identify as like southern or whatever but like right. i felt like that was like a, a big moment for them is there is that i think that was top three biggest moments in hip-hop ever because yeah. after that the south 
took hip hop, and, and like, it's, it's still the South is yes. still the place to be. So it's I mean, like, like definitely the tastemaker. Like Atlanta yeah. is like where like current rap is like. Oh, yeah. all, all and, it, and it really it started like, there because once once that happened, Outkast was took off and became the biggest thing, and then like eight years later they won album of the year at the, at the Grammys, so they became the biggest. Shouts to Outkast mm-hmm. in time. Uh, so I guess I was gonna ask like what was like the the inspiration behind putting that quote in there, but I guess that was kind of it, right? Yeah, I mean you gotta rap where you're from. Yes, for mm-hmm. sure. So Puya, the rapper from Florida, the album, he yeah. just had an album mm-hmm. called The South. Coast I was kind of sick. I was like, damn. <laughs> but I mean it's cool. Shout out Puya, do Florida you know boys. Him? Yeah, do you know I don't Puya know him. Okay. Um, but I used to listen to him when I was younger. Word. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you would you say your style is like um, kind of? Influenced by that, like South Florida, like no, nah, I'm not really the Florida scene. I'd that's, say that's like definitely like a, a a scene, a vibe going on right now. Like yeah, for sure. No, it's dope. I fuck with it. Um, I don't really think I can identify with that. Um, it's yeah. it's very aggressive. But I, but I fuck with it. I fuck with it <laughs> yeah, hard. Yeah, for sure, yeah, for sure. So, word. Uh, another thing I wanted to ask you about, as I saw you were tweeting about, you like your steak well done. Yeah, I do, um, and a lot of people. That's fucked up. Uh, no pun intended, but they want beef over that. And um, like, I mean, bro, I just don't want to. I don't want my shit bleeding, you know. All right, hey, you know, I can't. I can't really food shame anybody, but that is that is. Uh, that's I know you. I, you're like fuck this dude. <laughs> like a steak well done. No, I mean it's a what very the fuck. It's a it's a definitely an unpopular opinion, but you know, if, if my you mama was it. always yeah, my mom was like. Yeah, she was always like, we don't eat our steaks, anything but well done over here. So I just grew up. So you grew up like, like that. that? Yeah. Word, okay. And it made sense to me. All right. Mm-hmm. Hey. That's, you ever go to like a really fancy steak place and ask for well done? Yeah, my homeboys like, are like, bro, you, you're fucking uncultured. <laughs> How dare you? It's like, bro, I'd, I'd rather not get sick eating a raw steak. Like I said, you can't really food shame somebody, so I respect it, but like, you know. People are going to be so <laughs> mad. It's not raw, dude. It's cooked that way for a reason. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, all right. So we Fuck got, you. <laughs> so we also got the the leader of cult rap in in the hey, building, De Niro Farrar. How you doing, What's man? What's going on? I'm good, man. I'm great. Word. Um, how, how's your Hong Kong experience been so far? Um, I mean, it's been cool. We've been doing a lot of swimming. And uh, yeah, that's really about it. That's all we really done. Been doing uh, a lot of swimming. Yeah, we got a uh, pool on the roof of uh, uh, the hotel where sick. we stand. So we just been swimming, cooling. Word. So you're you are also from North Carolina. Charlotte. Charlotte. Yep. Um, and you grew up there. Yeah, I was born and raised in Charlotte. Word. So what what's yeah. that like for like the people like the listeners who might not know anything about like North Carolina and stuff? I mean, I think it's like any other city. You know, I think the ghetto is like universal. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Except for probably like in third world countries and stuff. But as far as like America go, like ghetto is like universal. I think they all the same for real. So my experience was, you know, same shit. Uh, a lot of brothers and sisters. My mom got eight kids. So, you know, a lot of Big fighting family. running around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're into fitness, huh? Yeah. No, I'm into, I'm into that. <laughs> how, how was... How has, like, working out while being on tour been for you? Man, for real, I ain't, man, like, I really done slacked on my discipline a lot. Like, I live in Brooklyn now, and my kids uh, came up, you know, and spent some weeks with me during the summer. So it was like I was used to really being in my program and doing my demonstration, like, every day. And with them coming up, it it just kind of really threw my schedule off because usually I'll get up super early, work out, 
And it was like, I didn't want to leave them in my apartment by themselves, you know what I'm saying? So it was hard, man, really just trying to, you know, um, keep my balance. consistent set schedule going. Yeah, and balance it out, man. So I slacked off probably like two weeks ago, for real. I still ain't really shook back. Like, I did like <laughs> 700 push-ups this morning, though. Shit. Like 15 laps yeah. in the pool. This guy's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, so when did you make the move to Brooklyn? Uh, Like January okay. last year. Okay, so yeah. you've been there for like a year and a half. Yeah, nah, 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 nah. Like, this year. yeah, oh, okay, this year, sorry, this year. I'm so sorry. Like, nah, yeah, it, like it was months. this year. Nah, it was this year. Yeah, I ain't been there too long. Yeah. Cool. How's that? I mean, it's cool. I had lived in New York already before though, and I was always active in New York. Like, I signed to Warner like probably five years ago when I had when I had my deal with them. So I was always active up in New York, like doing a bunch of shows, and I had moved to Harlem for like a year and a half. So I was always active in New York. Dope. So, you guys could could link up. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, I was, I was talking about it though, man. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Her, um, Shaw too, man. He hot. He hot, man. He dope. Word. So, um, you just released the album called The Re Up, not just, but like a few months ago. Yeah. Shout out to The Re Up, man. Shout out to United Masters for really uh, helping to push that forward, man. We just got ran out place on 2K20. So you know. Oh, on the on the the video game. Video game, game. Oh, yeah, so yeah, soundtrack, yeah. Oh yeah. Actually, oh, a yeah. homie back in Chicago just got the same thing too. So oh, that's dope. They, they they're really doing their research. That's dope. Man, that's dope. Yeah. So what is what is cult rap? Cult rap is just an organic following. You know, like we not out here mass promoting the music. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just that's all it is. Like before I even named my genre, I felt like every rapper got put into a box. They gonna say you're a trap rapper, you this, you that. And uh, one thing I never wanted to be was like forced on the people. Like, you know, some rappers forced on you. Like when you listen to Top 40 Radio, you hear the song so much, you start liking it. Like Old Town Road, you know what I'm saying? I, I had no problem with the record, but I heard it so much. Like, you know, when I would be in North Carolina, I would have my son in the car. He would like, Daddy, play Old Town Road, play Old Town Road. <laughs> So after a while, I'm just like, you know what I mean? Like, I, a lot I started of people are saying to like he's an industry record. plant. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a lot of industry plants. I wouldn't go as far as saying he won, but I mean, it's a lot. So that's what that that's why I really, you know, wanted to um, have my own genre of music. You know what I mean? Like I was yeah. saying. So that's what I named. Um, that's why I named it cult rap. You know, I just wanted it to be organic. You feel so me? So you, you kind of like created the narrative before the narrative created you. Exactly, exactly. You always want to be able to create your own narrative. You know what I mean? Because if you let the people create it, ain't no telling what they're going to create for you. You feel me? And because uh, it, it was a lot, you know, cult got a negative connotation attached to it. Like when you hear cult, you think of Charles Manson and Jim Jones. And I actually looked into those guys before actually naming. And that's what really made me name it cult rap. Because when I got into Charles Manson, yeah, they were saying he was crazy. But the dude was like a genius low key. He was locked up low for key. crimes he didn't even commit. Like he never killed anybody. But, you know, he was so influential. They said that the people around him was doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Based yeah. off of what he was telling Some them. Some weird cult it, shit. Exactly, the exactly. There's the, uh, have you, I don't know, is it out yet? The Once Upon a Time in Hollywood movie? His nah, movie? Yeah. Nah, I, I, I didn't even know they was making a movie. I don't even got a damn TV, man. So I'd be <laughs> kind of like, They're making a movie um, about 
the Charles, Charles Manson situation. Um, it's like everybody's in it. Who's the uh, Who's the director? Uh, Tarantino. Yeah, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, what What was crazy is though, you know, Charles Manson. <clears throat> he was really like destroying a lot of the equipment that was destroying the rainforest and shit like that. Like hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of equipment that was knocking trees and stuff down. You feel me? Like he was like an environmentalist, like low key. Hey, you feel me? Well, that's good. But like, <laughs> he also yeah. like you know, I feel like he's in prison for a reason. <laughs> so, I mean, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, hey, you know. It's a positive, I guess. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. So, you know, that's um, where the name came from. Dope. I fuck with that. Well, thank you. <laughs> so what was, um, there was some, like, there was something I wanted to ask you about, um, about uh, some of the people that you have worked with in the past, because uh-huh. I, I, I was, like, following you, er, like, pretty early, actually, with, um, I used to work with a production duo called Blue Sky ba- uh, Black Death. Shout out to BSBD. I just yeah. went to uh, I just went to Portland, Oregon, and recorded a whole project with Ian from BSBD called Eleven Eleven. We ain't released it yet though, but yeah, we act. Keep an eye out. Yeah, no, I, I love their production. It's yeah, like, it's, but they're not a duo no more. Yeah, though. I, I, when yeah. I was looking this up before the interview, I was trying to find out more about them, and yeah, they kind of. Yeah, they, they went their own ways, but you know, it's all love. Sometimes you just grow apart from people. That's Absolutely. just what it is, Absolutely. you know, and they embracing it. So. Um, yeah, but I still got a good working relationship with Ian, and I went to his crib, and we just locked in for a full week. I did it uh, seven days before my birthday, so on my birthday was the final day, and, you know, we we locked in and Finished recorded something up. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So they're out in the Pacific Northwest. Is that also how you've collaborated with um, Nacho Picasso? <laughs> yeah, I met, I met Nacho because of them. Okay, You word. know what I'm saying? Um, but I feel like you guys have, like, a similar style, too. Like, voice? Uh, nah, that like rap style. But Nacho more like a comedian. You know what I'm saying? Like my music ain't not like I ain't cracking jokes and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Nacho say shit like I got a cougar with more spots than a cheetah cub. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you really gotta break it down. Like damn, he just said he got an old chick with a lot of cribs. Like, but you really gotta process the music. I don't do shit like that. That's I like- think the voice texture, the voice is like raspy. His and mine mm-hmm. in comparison, but. Nah, he do like a bunch of comedy rap and shit. I don't do I all that. You. Actually, that that was like Lil Wayne bars from like like early Lil Wayne bars. Oh, Nacho's like. sick though, yeah. for real. You gotta bust him down when you listen to his music. You gotta listen to a verse like four or five times to really catch it. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. And yeah, speaking of like interesting voiced rappers, you you have a track with uh, Danny Brown. Yeah. What was that like? Um, it was really cool. I never we never got to cook up in the studio ah. um, together, but. He had hit me up, I guess, when I put out my third song, Jada. And um, it actually happened. He had followed me on, I think it was Instagram. And I'm like, okay, it might have been an accident, whatever. Then he followed me on Twitter. I'm like, okay, he knows what's good. I'm going to hit him up in the DM. Like, I got a song for you. I'm going to send it to you. He sent me back the verse in like a week. That's dope. Yeah, I I, I really like Danny Brown, I think. Yeah, Danny Brown's Mm -hmm. really cool. We actually met like a year after the song was released. He's really cool. Have you ever performed it with him? No, we haven't got to perform Uh. it. Well, hopefully, hopefully, eventually, right, one day. <laughs> also, speaking of collaborations, we were just—I was just talking about this with Trent. Um, you got a track with Kemba X. Yeah, Kemba's my boy. Yeah, so he—he's from Chicago. How did that link up happen? Uh, me and Kemba met in a in a shed. Real spiel. A sh- uh, okay, a shed. so um, that's some real Southern boy shit. Yeah, well, no, nah, it was in it was in L.A. So okay. uh, what happened was uh, my homeboy's manager had a shed studio. It was dope. Um, and my homeboy's name is Song. Song was like, yo, come through the studio. This dude I want you to meet, his name is Kimbe. I was like, I've heard of him. I came through, 
we had like an hour long discussion about the Bible, <laughs> and then we switched, swapped numbers. Uh, he was drunk as fuck uh, at the time, like, but it was like such it. a good conversation. Um, he's such an articulate dude. Um, and sometimes, you know, when he has that stuff in him, he, it brings out like a really intelligent side of him. And we had a really great conversation. Um, and we linked up. Um, and then he stayed at my crib for like a month oh, after shit. that. Um, in in uh, Wilmington? No, in uh, L.A. Because oh, I stay out in L.A. Just, now. Just, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, and we just chilled. Um, and then he took me to his studio in Long Beach and we made a song called Kill Scope that's on his upcoming album. And then we made Envy in like 15 minutes um Word. and it just turned out the way it turned out um yeah but yeah that's my dog shout out kimbe x shouts to kimbe mm -hmm. so who are some of the let's let's talk about medusa a little bit because okay. that did just come out so what what's the what's the meaning behind the title uh, medusa is like a personification of like all my struggles my addictions everything that i go through and really like that album was just me from about like 2017 to present um just kind of venting uh it's like a super introspective album it was something i felt like i had to make i don't think i'll make another album like that again but i think i needed for that to be like, to like the get, first get that. quality full-length project that i put out i wanted that to be it so people know what they're getting into when they're listening to me and when they follow me so yeah Dope. i'll have to I, I i have to i have to be honest i have not listened to it yet uh there was a lot of shit that came out yesterday and mm -hmm. i couldn't, couldn't oh yeah everything but yeah, I'll definitely no stream worries. that. Check that out though, yeah. Yeah, Spotify, all, all streaming platforms, Everywhere. Medusa. Yeah. Medusa, 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 Medusa. Um, so who are, who, who are some like producers you like to work with? Because we talked about Blue Sky Backed Up. Um, are you talking to him or me? No, no, no. Okay, you. okay, yeah. Uh, Almighty <laughs> BDS, uh, that's my dog, one of the in-house producers. Uh, Minnie, um, Daniel Donovan, Baby Winch, Sangsta, Moonside, Daniel Morris. Damn, I feel like if I leave somebody off, they're gonna be like, bro. <laughs> gonna be salty. Um, <laughs> you already started naming, you gotta keep going. Huey. Uh, Shouts to all of them. Imani. Imani. Um, I think that's everybody. Right. I know there's one person gonna be sitting down listening to this, like, that's everybody, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's everybody? All right. Uh, we'll, we'll, give them, we'll give them a shout out in, in, the, in the show notes. Somewhere, so, somewhere at 4 a.m. Somewhere know. at 4 a.m. <laughs> Fresco. And he, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bet. Uh, what about you? Dominique, what, what is right now I'm working with Harry Freud. Ooh, yeah. he's so, fire. Yeah, we got one coming. It's, it's a bop, for real. Musica. So um, I definitely want to make some more drinks with him. Shout out to Dream Beach from Detroit. He did most of the songs on Black K. Morris. Um, my man Grams. Um, he did Oh Kim New Nikki. And um, that's about it. I'm really picky with producers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say that Pilates song, like the beat mm. was so like contemporary. Like that, that I actually like, helped produce that. I loved it. Like the, it was like, it's kind of like that minimalist like trap shit yeah. that like at the time that came out, that was like yeah, the it type was of shit I was like always um, looking for. It was definitely awful records inspired. Yes. I love um, the father. Cause when I made that beat, I was actually out in Atlanta for A3C around 2014. Okay. So they was everywhere at the time. Damn, especially I in Atlanta. I had one song out, and then, yeah, Dope. shit was crazy. Dope. So, so for all of you guys, I, I want everyone to to, to kind of discuss this. So, like, what, how, like, what's been the f the the best tour stop so far? Where you guys all been so far? Um, Beijing, Luyang. Um, Talking about venue. Uh, yeah. Well, cities on this tour, on the the Asia tour. Beijing was my favorite. Yeah, Beijing Definitely. was really cool. Luyang was was really cool too. I'm excited for tonight. Tonight should be yeah. good. What about nah, same, same for me. What's Beijing. The, 
what's the energy of the crowd like compared to some of the shows back in the states that y'all done? They're grateful to have a rapper come by. Right. I I feel like, yeah, I feel like in New York, everyone's just standing with their arms crossed. Even Too if they cool. do like you and they know the song, <laughs> they're not about to put their hands up, nothing. So it's cool to see people that barely even know English. You might not like, even just know what respond, you're yeah, yeah, just respond to the music like that. Everybody's the cool guy in America. Mm-hmm. You yeah. feel me? They can't show too much emotion. That's not that's not cool. Yeah, you know? I know what you're saying. I feel like it's sometimes the same here. So I'm I'm happy to hear that y'all have got like a good, have received a good a good good energy from the crowd so far. Um, have you like had any like weird foreign experiences here? Like any like has that any any <laughs> yeah. any food that's that's stuck out? That's big or, bro. Like, all right, big bro. De Niro, what, what are you laughing about over there? Man, I, I go outside. I, I'm in, uh, where is that, Beijing? Man? No, it was in Shanghai. Yeah, yeah 6 in the morning. Yeah, I'm, I'm outside the hotel, finna fly to Hong Kong. I go out like 6 in the morning, get some air and shit. So these two ladies ride up on me on a bike and shit. On a bike? <laughs> <laughs> I was finna do a drive-by, like, so she was like, you know, walked up to me. She's like, sucky, sucky, fucky, fucky. I was like, what? Like, for, she, she for real said Bro, I got the shit sucky, on camera, like, dog. Up, I got like, it on camera. I got it on camera. I'm going to let the audio run real quick so you can say you can put a sound bite in there. Bro, this is probably the most interesting shit that happened in the whole tour, though. You feel me? But, um, yeah, that shit was wild, bro. It blew my mind. That really sounds like something out of the movie. She said sucky, sucky, bro. No, listen, listen. One hundred, one hundred. One hundred for what? For sucky, fucky. No, I'm okay. Thank you. I can't come. I can't help you. Give me happy. Thank you. Hey, that's the wildest shit, bro. Hey, they're just trying to make money, bro. Like, yeah, I get it. But I mean, that that shit was just like I was I was low key taken aback by that. Like, damn, like that was crazy. Like you hear like you know stereotypical motherfuckers say sucky, sucky, fucking oh, yeah, like no, Chinese that, funny really, shit. You yeah. feel me? But for them to really say, I think they fed into the stereotype because they know we yeah. think that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, them, so they that, did that, that shit. That could be true. Yeah. Actually, right down the street from here. I mean, like, I don't. I'm not like suggesting you go. Yeah, there, you is. <laughs> well, no, it is kind of an interesting experience. But like down the street from here, uh, there's like kind of like a red light district where the same shit will happen. You just walk down the street. If you're if you're like a foreigner, they'll 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 offer things. Uh, yeah. I thought you were saying you knew like a massage spot that you go to regularly. Uh, I thought you were like, it's an interesting experience getting a hand job <laughs> on the table. Nah, nah, but like that definitely exists. But no, yeah, okay. down the street, uh, there's there's a there's like a night market that sells like souvenirs and shit. But right. then, like on the on the side that you there's just like. I don't want. I don't want no streetwalker. I mean, it gotta be for me to fuck with. It gotta be like on some rush hour shit. Like you know, when they walked in and it was they opened them double doors. It's just like a buffet of fucking uh, women. I mean, that probably me? exists somewhere. Yeah, that's the only thing I probably ever even consider. But some streetwalking shit, like nah, bro, I'm good. Nah, I mean, no, I just think it's kind of like a funny, like as as someone visiting, it's an interesting thing to to just see. Oh yeah, you know, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not suggesting you go. You know, give them your uh, their their business, but yeah. <laughs> no. But, uh, what about the food? Any any good food so far? The shit I just ate. But that was like American food, wasn't that? Yeah, like, not really. Like fusion tacos. Or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it was still good. I yeah. mean, shit. We went to McDonald's this morning, and, I, and the pancakes didn't even taste the same. So, I you know, even though it's American food, don't mean it's gonna taste like it. True, it tastes different. True. Yeah, very true. Pineapple fried rice was good. Ooh, yeah, that's always good for sure. Yeah. 
I just had some crab legs and shrimp. Oh, downstairs. downstairs. Yeah, downstairs. Yep. Yep. Just had some good crab legs yesterday. I went to Roof Chris. What? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, these niggas get missing though. They get missing. We'll see them for the whole day. They be off exploring and going and shit. And Roof Chris in Hong Kong. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it was very. Thank fire. you for the invite. They ain't even hit the the <laughs> WhatsApp chat or nothing. Like, damn. I would have went just for the experience. You no, know what I mean? We out to some shit today. We trying to go to um Outback. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah, I might just pop out just to go. I ain't <laughs> fucking with no meat though. Uh, yeah, but like in terms of have you have you tried any of like the the local local cuisine? I tried some noodles. Some noodles. That was in Shanghai. That was that like in China somewhere, right? I'm sorry, China. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not really feeling the. the she food just out looked here. at all of the food like. Nah, I'm a fall back. I will shit. say, I will say, it's not quite as accessible. Like if you're with somebody that can like show you what to order and shit, it's a little bit easier. But yeah, I mean. Maybe, maybe, maybe you guys give give something you know unique. The KFC out in China is really good. Oh, the KFC here is really good too. I actually never had it, but like people say good things about it. Mm-hmm. And like, um, there's like a like a, a sort of like snack dessert thing that's like famous in like southern China called the egg tart. And KFC like localizes their menu right so that apparently the KFC egg tarts are fire. So if you if you do want to try something local but like not go too far out of your comfort zone, just try the, the egg tarts. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so I got one for you two. What are, what are some of the best rappers besides you two coming out of uh, North Carolina right now? Uh, man, I ain't falling into that trap. It ain't really even a trap, but it's so many. Yeah. I, I, you know. Put me on game, I, man. Like, like outside of my city, I don't really listen to a lot of North Carolina rap, to be completely honest, outside of Charlotte. I mean, because we got so much talent in the city. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's so many rappers in my city, bro. Like, I feel like when we do get asked these questions, people start feeling like you side choosing because yeah. you start, you the, feel the me? So I don't even, but, it, but I'm telling my city got a lot of, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm talking about some crazy shit. Like, if I, I like, Man, I can name like ten for real. We got like, we got like Luke. Of course, I'm sure you heard of the baby from my city. Oh, absolutely. You feel me? Like yeah, he 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 done he received like commercial success. So it ain't like people really don't consider him to be a, a local Charlotte rapper. You know what I mean? Yeah. He just from the city. But he's still you know. Like so I song, definitely right? yeah, I definitely yeah. got to include bro with it. We got Elevator J. We got uh, Seven or Four Chop. We got Lil Kiki. We got Lil Shaq. Dolo Devo. We got Jayway Sosa. We got Pete Frank, we got um, uh, Indigo Joe. Um, who else crazy? Uh, Is Petey like Pablo that. from Man, Charlotte? hell no, man. <laughs> People always ask me that anytime I say they from, I'm from North Carolina, they're like, oh, Petey Pablo, man. <laughs> Bro, I don't even know what Petey Pablo from. He's from North Carolina, but I don't know what from. Charlotte, like the biggest city in North Carolina, yeah. so we really consider ourselves to be like, you know, the motherfuckers in North Carolina, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? For sure. I, I yeah. mean, like, I spent most of my time in Raleigh when, I, when I've been there, but... Yeah, uh, Raleigh, like, a small city. Raleigh, yeah. Fayetteville, with J. Cole from and shit. Yeah, it's more, uh, like, political, right? Because it's, like, the capital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But and Charlotte is, like, the main hub. Sure, like, like, people from Raleigh come... Exactly. Like the urban area, yeah. Right, had yeah. All-Star Weekend over there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We had All-Star for the first time. We, we had CIAA for, like, the last five years. We got the only Chiquita banana plant in America. We got the second largest banking cap. We are the second largest banking capital. I mean, that's just on some economic shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, I, yeah. I imagine, because I'm from Wisconsin, so I imagine it's kind of like 
Raleigh is like Madison and Charlotte's like Milwaukee or some shit. But mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I actually have a really funny story about Charlotte. Do you know where Albemarle is? Albemarle? Oh, man. You you get your issue on Albemarle. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, I like, I like, I mean, you guys are Americans. You know, like the, the whole spring break concept. Yeah. We were on our way to like spring break. I was doing the whole sh- the whole like college shit, and like we stopped in Al- like my friend was in Albemarle for some reason. Albemarle, North Carolina, or yes. Albemarle Road. Albemarle, North Carolina. Okay. Like the like it's a really small town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we had like a really funny experience there. I'm not gonna get too in depth because it'll take. It's like it's a funny story, but I'm not gonna <laughs> go into it. But yeah. No, I feel you. But then 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 we the next day we were in Charlotte and it was um, St. Patrick's Day, and we had a really good time. So the, yeah. the, the one day I was in Charlotte, I just, I just like bar hopping and yeah, she got drunk, but it was tight. It was yeah, tight. yeah, no, dope, dope. Yeah. Uh, so you guys, uh, UNC or Duke? I'm neither. neither. I don't know about Trent, <clears throat> but I UGA baby. Oh, University of Georgia. Oh, okay. You no, he want to know either between I know, the two. I know, of, <laughs> I, know yeah. I know he. Got, I, I got. I got. I hate. Guy. I hate like. I hate like North Carolina rivalry and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, I'm just like, bro, like, you know what I'm saying? I hate when people say, oh, who the best out of North Carolina? I'm like, it ain't really no best, you know, because everybody kind of do their own thing. Like, J. Cole from North Carolina, but he in his own world and lane with the music. You yeah, know what so I mean? You can't baby, compare. Like, yeah, you can't compare them to. And people, it, it's like anytime you see somebody rising out your city, they want to pin them against each other and start comparing and shit. And it's like, bro, like, you know what I mean? They really don't want to see us get ahead for real without looking at each other's competition. But I'm like, bro, when you when you really secure in what you do, it ain't no competition. So anytime somebody asks me, you know, being from Charlotte, oh, you know, woo, woo, you in the back, man, that, hey, man, you know, bro, do his own thing. I do my own thing. Or anybody from North Carolina for that matter that they ask me about, oh, well, you know, in comparison to J. Cole, you can't ask me about that, man. You feel me? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, speaking of, like, like putting people against each other. I feel like they do that with women a lot in rap too. Oh yeah. Have you have you like experienced was, anything like that? Yeah, definitely. When I came out, it wasn't as many women as it is right now, but um I feel like as more and more women keep coming out, you just see more and more comparisons and stuff like that. But um I feel like we all sound different. Like Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. We all look different, we all sound different. Like you can't compare Rico Nasty to Megan the Stallion or Yeah. And and I think it'll get better with the comparisons the more there are too. Right. Like because exactly. it's like how are you gonna compare all of them if there's if if it's just becomes like normalized for right like and if it's only to, like five female rappers it's like what do you really have to co- to compare it to so yeah. it's like it's understandable what how it works but you know but can't the, you can't uh, compare music that doesn't sound the same yeah or people that don't look the same do you um so there but like realistically there is kind of like sort of like a renaissance of like women in rap Definitely. have you have you like kind of do you feel like there's or like what are your thoughts what are your thoughts on 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 all that i'm with it i feel like it it just makes the chance of me getting bigger better you know what i'm saying oh, yeah. the more women the better so who, i'm with it who who are some of the the people out now that you'd want to like collaborate with or some i want to collab with megan the stallion right now she's on fire <laughs> yeah i love, I love megan um, the stallion too. Yeah, she's great i love young baby tate she's coming up right now she's like black pop star mm-hmm. like type of girl is um, she from atlanta yeah she's from okay. atlanta um, who else? Who else is out right now? I can't even. Tierra Wack. Oh, yeah, Tierra Wack. She's the girl. Yeah, Tierra Wack is dope. Yeah, who she else? Is. she's good. 
I don't even know. It's so many. Yeah. Hey, Tierra Whack, the best rapper out right now. Period. Yeah. Period. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you can't even you can't even do the whole female rapper comparison because half of these girls is better than the guys right now. Like. Yeah. You might that's as well a just big say fact. rapper, that's period. Like fact. the yeah. whole female rap thing is just just call me a rapper because I'm fact. better than most of these niggas out. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you, and like yeah, that, I, I'm like all for it, and and I I like to be able to like as a DJ, I like to be able to play all the all the like women rappers in my sets and stuff too, because like one thing I noticed is like okay, so as a DJ, you want people to dance, but like you want the women to dance because that'll get everybody else to dance and they turn up when they hear like the guys is gonna fuck with whatever the girls is fucking with exactly so like the f- like the hot girl summer like Megan like all that stuff like it benefits me as a DJ so like I'm fucking with it super mm-hmm. happy um girls is taking over yeah for sure um there was something else I was gonna say about that but I forgot <laughs> <laughs> um so like like for some not not all of our listeners really realize where North Carolina is. It has the word north in it, but it is in like the southern part of the US. Dirty, dirty. Which historically is um not the Ooh. most uh, progressive. Have you guys and like we don't have to get into it if 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 you don't really want to talk about it, but like in like the Trump era, have you guys seen uh, well you live in Brooklyn now, so you might not really see it as much. I just like, moved to Brooklyn. Yeah, I, like have you guys like felt a difference in, in like the, the environment, especially in the south the southern part of the US? These the oh uh, yeah. yeah uh, you go. <laughs> I I just I just shrug at it for real. I mean, yeah. I just shrug at it for real. Uh yeah. I, I think it made white people a little braver. That's what you I know what I mean. Because yeah, I was in Atlanta. <clears throat> and I was going in my trunk. I was shooting a music video. I was going in the trunk to get my clothes out the back. I was on FaceTime with somebody. I wasn't even studying this white man. We was in some suburban area, but they had a big-ass park in that neighborhood. I'm, I wasn't even talking to this man. I'm literally on FaceTime in the trunk, and he stopped. He was like, nigga, what the fuck you say? He was like, Whoa, I'll blow your goddamn head off. I look. I, I didn't even know he was talking to me for real because I wasn't paying this dude no attention. You feel me? But, yeah, I think... Trump just made a lot of the closet racists come out the closet. You know what I mean? Because you don't never go in a fucking thrift store and see no Klan uniform because they ain't never turn them bitches in. They still in that closet. You know what I mean? They passing them shits down throughout the generation. So I feel like they just waiting on that perfect time to really reveal themselves. But most of them motherfuckers in disguise anyway because they done took the Klan uniform off and put on like cop uniforms and judge robes and shit. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, yeah. It's been like that. So you got, you basically. Well, they didn't call the cops on you. I was going to say, I, I thought it might have been like a Barbecue Becky type situation, but somebody just randomly. Nah, this white man was like, I'll b- nigga, I'll blow your fucking head off. And I was like, ooh, away, he right? probably meant that shit. No, he was in the car, man. That nigga wasn't walking. He would have had to do that shit. He was in my face. Mm-hmm. He wasn't walking. He was but, in the but car. But that, that's like, so, I mean, obviously racism has never, like, gone away, but you think it's more, like, in your face now, like, in, in this, this, this type of political environment? I just think people more comfortable because I think Trump really setting the tone for people and they feeling brave as fuck. You know what I mean? Because the guy running the country is damn near racist and he and it's damn evident. You know what I mean? Well, it's evident. You know what I mean? He like one of them. Pa- I ain't even gonna say he passive aggressive with it, but I mean he making it real evident that no, he got a problem with minorities. Pretty, you feel me? Pretty blunt about it. So sure. I think people, you know, a lot of white people following suit. I ain't never heard of no fucking riot before Donald Trump became president, where it was like a race riot, like uh, in Charlottetown, Virginia. Yes. Shit ain't never happened, man. You feel what I'm saying? He became president. Now they really dropping their nuts. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So. 
Yeah, you that's know? crazy. But they try, they ain't try that shit in a real city. There ain't no fucking niggas live in Charlottetown like that. Let them pull that shit in like Brooklyn or New York or somewhere like that, man. And, uh, shit gonna Absolutely. get crazy. So like, so like in contrast, because Bro- Brooklyn is like a pr- like a progressive like haven. So like, what what's the difference between like Brooklyn and then like place like rural places in the South? Because you you kind of have both, right? Experience both. I I feel like it's too many black people in New York. Like, uh, uh, the thing about it is with the projects. The building's so tall, they can't really truly afford to tear them shits down. In the South, everything, like little projects, like small projects, they run them shits down and build houses over them. New York is so big, that's why they can gentrify a block, but they can't gentrify the whole goddamn Brooklyn because it's, like, they can't do that, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I don't, like, even in Williamsburg, like, them folks walk the streets with their dogs and their kids and shit, but you can tell they still be scared because every other block is still a hood, like, yeah, so you, you know what I mean? Yeah, so you go from, like the, like, the hipster coffee shops and then, like, the hood, like, Dead the in the block. ghetto. Literally Hell the yeah. The next block is completely different. Yeah, so yeah. You, you've probably seen, like, a, like a, the changes in New Definitely. York. So, like, what, what are you, what's your take on all that? I feel like it's crazy. Um... I don't know what we could do about it because it's like it's happening everywhere even in the Bronx right now like the Bronx mm-hmm. is one of the most hoodest places but certain parts like indictment and stuff like that they shutting down a lot of the uh, food trucks and stuff like that putting coffee shops so yeah it's like and it just like prices people out like developers yeah the like, rent is just yeah. going they just making the rent higher and higher and higher so it's just like you just have to move yeah and then displaces people like yeah right yeah I don't it's, have I don't have like the solution pla- I places that like grandmothers like grew up in like 170 80 years like now they have to move and now like art galleries yeah like now they have to move because they just yeah it's a whole new whole new environment word well um i don't know do you guys have any like any any big shout outs any last words stream medusa we've been said it but like keep saying it stream the <laughs> fuck out of medusa you heard what i'm saying yo stream, medusa, stream, medusa, stream medusa, medusa medusa stream medusa 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 yeah, stream black k moss <laughs> pilates third shot stream hey. all of that all that shout out to my kids man yeah shout out to your kids period <laughs> shout out to all. yeah shout out to my any, kids any other plugs you guys i mean uh, this won't be well we, we're live right now so anybody watching this come through mercedes me store causeway bay pull up pull up um any other anything else you guys want to plug shout out to hong kong shout out to hong kong shout out to yeah man shout out to hong kong shout, shout out, out to, to abe coming through shout out to yeah abe. shout out to abe yeah man shout out to Shy man, hey, we gotta let him get on the mic real yeah, quick, man. Cause this nigga right here, like, he's sick with it for real. I ain't, I ain't, I, I honestly didn't know him or uh, um, um, Dominic before the tour. You feel me? So when I was, when I was like watching him perform this first time, me hearing the music, and to be honest, I didn't even know he was a rapper for real. I thought he like That's was a DJ. I really didn't. I ain't know he was a rapper. And, and then before he started performing, he was like, "You ain't even know I rap." And then he just started <laughs> snapping. It, you know what I mean? So. I just really want homie to really get in and, yeah, and shout the shit. You know what I mean? Yo, Hong Kong was popping, man. My name's Shahef. I'm from the Bronx, uptown. You know what I'm saying? What up? Yeah, thanks for coming through, you guys. Like, Thank really you. appreciate it. Um, also, the homie Shah is in the RSVP shirt from uh, from Chicago. So oh. shout out RSVP. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, I do. I do like a thing where I <laughs> I give like free advice. So I got I got some advice for you guys because I want to see y'all thrive and do your thing. But like, don't worry, it's like basically satire. <laughs> um, so, De Niro Ferrar, yes, I want to see you make a track with P.D. Pablo. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. All right. <laughs> uh, yo, Trent, man, so we already brought up Old Town Road. 
but I feel like as as like another a fellow white guy, but you're from the south. Yeah. Embrace that. Embrace the country trap, dog. Make make it make a country song. Oh, I'm country as fuck. <laughs> you can hear it. I mean, in my music, I'm, I'm the 27 smoker XB out of Dosis, baby. You know what I'm talking about? Hey, look. I already embraced that. All right, that's what's. I ain't up. with. I ain't a hillbilly though. <laughs> no, 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 okay. And then Dominique, I couldn't really think anything too good, but I want to hear more content. We need to hear you. more. We need to need to hear more, Dominique. Got and, you. Uh, yeah. About the the quality, not the quantity. Yes, but put out some quality <laughs> shit. I got we need you. To hear we more. got some new shit coming real soon. Me and Harry Ford. I ain't even gonna hold you though. When I be listening to her rap, I was like, bro, if if motherfucking Foxy Brown came back and like just decided to rap and they did a song and got like, bro, that shit would be crazy or like. Lil Kim got in her old bag and got them came out and did some music and they I, I don't know I mean they still legends in the game with the music but I was like man if that if they did a song together just when I listen to the music I'm like it ain't the new school like form of rap it ain't like it ain't the new shit fucking it is I feel like the new modern rap got a different like a, a certain beat to the rap you feel me and when I listen to your music it's like what I the music that I initially like the cadence, like the fucking bravado, like the fucking swagger of like the music I originally heard from like Foxy Brown. Them, not that it sound like it, but it just got that like original swagger to it. Energy. You feel me? Like, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. So I think that shit would be crazy. Word. All right. Yeah. So thanks guys for coming through. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Melon, review my shit. <laughs> Do it. All right. <laughs>